0: Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to podcast episode number 99. Today, it's all about understanding your urge to eat. So we just opened up registration for the last Weight Loss Mindset Coaching Week of 2022. And when you register, you're invited to join us in the Lose Weight Live Life Facebook community, which is where we are sharing many of the trainings during the week. And so many of you are joining the community, which is just great. And you are sharing a little about you and what you're finding difficult about weight loss or why weight loss is difficult for you. And as is the way with us humans, and as was the way for me, there's a lot of self-judgment going on. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of believing that there's something wrong with you, such as you're not disciplined enough or you're too weak-willed because either you cannot stick to a diet or you've lost your weight and then regained it. And it's just not true. The reason why weight loss is so difficult is not because you're flawed. It's not because you're not enough of something. It's not because you're not disciplined enough. You see, the thing is, our relationship with food is complex, massively complex. And everyone's relationship with food, how everyone's body responds to food is unique to them. The reason your friend is not overweight when she eats the same foods as you is because her body is responding differently to those foods. The reason your friend can take or leave food and doesn't feel compelled to eat in the same way that you maybe do is because of what's happening in her body, her brain, her mind, and with her emotions is different to what's happening in yours. If you are overweight right now, it is not your fault, but you do have the power within you to learn to understand yourself and your relationship with food so that you can change it, so that you can make it work better for you. And so to help you get started with that, this podcast episode, I am sharing the many different reasons why we feel the urge, that compelling desire to eat. And I would love you to, after listening to this episode, to become more aware of what's going on for you when you notice the desire to eat. So start to be curious about it instead of judging yourself for it. When you judge yourself for it, it feels awful and you're going to want to hide from your eating, from yourself. When you can see, to understand your eating with curiosity and compassion, it won't feel so uncomfortable. And so you're more likely to, to do that, to do the work of understanding your eating. And then you'll start to see patterns and have insights. And then you'll want to know what you want to focus on, what you want to work at changing. But before we dive into everything about urges. For those of you who have not registered yet, do come and join us for Weight Loss Mindset Coaching Experience Week, which is going to be all about overcoming overeating. It starts on Sunday, the 11th of September. The first training will be at 7pm on that Sunday evening. And during the course of the week, we will cover topics such as self-sabotage, ending emotional eating, how to feel better without turning to food, and how to ensure your current or your next weight loss journey is your last one. And we will also have two Q&A sessions where you can share what's happening for you to get help and support or share a problem that you would like help with. And you can ask me questions about absolutely anything at all. This week is also an opportunity for you to find out everything about the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, which is my weight loss mindset membership program, if that's something that you're interested in. And I'm also going to be running another Lose Weight, Live Life Mastermind, which is our small group coaching programme. So you can find out more about that as well. So Coach Experience Week, as I said, it starts on Sunday, the 11th of September and runs to Saturday, the 17th of September. The Academy enrollment will open the same week. And if you want to take part, you're really going to want to register so that you get the replay updates, you get the workbook, you get the private podcast link. All of those, which means it's just easier for you to watch the trainings, especially if you can't watch them live and you're wanting to watch them on replay. So to register, go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash overcoming overeating 22 pod POD. So www.thebestyou.coach forward slash and then all one word overcoming overeating 22 POD. All right, so let's dive in properly to exploring the urge to eat so first off what is an urge so when I talk about the urge to eat we could call it the desire it's that compelling feeling within our body that we want to eat something we may not even really be aware of it sometimes we just find ourselves eating but before we eat we always have that feeling that emotion that vibration within our body that we want to eat something and that is what I'm referring to when I'm talking about the urge an emotion is a one-word description of a vibration in your body. And generally, the a feeling, an emotion is created by a thought that you have in your brain, in your mind. The thought that you're thinking creates a feeling in your body. Okay, so let's look at what causes these urges. And I want you to know there are literally hundreds of reasons, okay? And there's hundreds of reasons why we may feel the urge, the desire to eat. Each one of them is complex in that it will include both psychological and physiological things happening inside of our bodies and by that I mean that you may have a conscious thought about eating that creates a change in your body that unknowingly creates desire or you may have a change in your body that creates a conscious or unconscious thought to eat and you may also have a trigger as well like a stimulus that may create a conscious thought or an unconscious thought that creates that desire to eat. And this will come more apparent to you as I give you some examples. And so what I want to do is to share with you what is going on for you when you have the urge to eat. Because if we can understand our different urges, our different desires, we can then start to notice the patterns that show up for us. Because they're going to be unique and different for all of us. And when we know the patterns that show up for us, we can then decide what it is we want to work on. We can prioritise what we focus on with regards to helping us address helping us create a more balanced relationship with food, which will make weight loss easier. I also do know that you don't have to have complete control over all of your food urges. You're not looking to solve everything. You're just looking to get a better balance so that you can lose and then maintain your weight for life. And when I'm talking about a better balance, I'm talking about a balance that works for you between the eating for fuel and nourishment nutrition and eating for those emotional reasons to avoid feeling negative emotion for comfort for pleasure we're just looking to readdress the balance we're not looking to never emotionally eat ever again because that's never going to happen because part of being human part of our relationship with food as a human being is an emotional one okay so I sort of broken these down into some sort of broad categories and then I'm going to talk in a little bit more detail about each and give you some examples. So most of what I'm going to talk about is emotional eating, but I do want to just touch on, of course, we get the urge to eat when we are physically hungry, okay? The difference between physical hunger and emotional hunger is that physical hunger is a sensation that happens in our body that sends a signal to our brain that gives us the thought that we should have something to eat. And that might be your stomach feeling empty, your stomach rumbling. It's things that start to happen inside of your body that signal that it's time for you to have some more food. Normal hunger, though, does not feel urgent. So an urge implies that normally it's an urgent need to eat something. So oftentimes we have an urgent need, desire, want to eat something quite specific. Normal hunger is not urgent. It's just us noticing that we want to have something to eat when we next have the opportunity to do so. Normal hunger will normally be noticed within our body and then it will go away again for a little period of time and then it may come back again. It's gentle, it's like quite rolling. Some of us do have emotional thoughts about experiencing physical hunger and that can make things feel more urgent, but physical hunger in and of itself isn't an urgent desire. It doesn't need to be fulfilled quickly. However, what we sometimes have is what I call imbalanced hunger and our body essentially is designed to work in such a way that when we eat, we, you know, some of that glucose, the energy from the foods that we eat goes to our cells for all of our bodily processes and is used right away the glucose in our blood that's not used by our cells right away, some of it is stored in our liver as glycogen and the rest of it is converted to fat and stored on our body. This is the reason why normal hunger is not urgent. It's because most of us, all of us really, have fat on our bodies that we can use to keep us going in between meals. This is why hunger isn't something that needs to be satisfied immediately because we have meals on our body. We have stored fat on our body. But when our body becomes imbalanced specifically when our hormone levels are imbalanced specifically the hormone insulin and insulin is also impacted by other hormones so but when insulin is imbalanced what it does when it's high when there are high levels of insulin in our blood it blocks our body from being able to access our onboard energy resources aka our body fat and so we can't access that fat so hunger signals are sent to our brain to tell us to eat again and because In that instance, we can't access onboard fuel reserves. That hunger then feels more urgent. It might feel like cravings. It might not be driven by something emotional, but that's a sign that we want to look at addressing what is going on for us in our bodies. Okay, so that's just sort of a couple of different types of physical hunger. We also sometimes have the urge to eat, not to address physical hunger, but to address another physical need. So we may feel the urge to eat when we are cold, when we are tired, when we um actually need to be hydrated. So when sometimes we, we actually want to take on board water, but it's very, very normal that we want to eat to solve these other physical needs. But food doesn't solve for rest, for the desire, the need for rest. It doesn't it, resolve solve for the lack of sleep it doesn't really solve for being cold so the best things to do if you need to rest is to rest if you need more sleep is to sleep if you are cold is to put on more clothes and if you are dehydrated is to have water but many of us have got used to eating food to I guess mask those other physical discomforts and so that's what we tend to do Okay, so other than other reasons why we eat. So another reason that we have the urge to eat is that we have learned to over-desire some foods. When we eat, we have a response in our brain, the neurotransmitter dopamine that gives us pleasure is released in response to certain foods that we eat. Well, in response to all foods that we eat, but in response to certain foods, the amount of that dopamine released is much, much higher. And so we get more pleasure from eating some foods. And this is how we really sort of like teach ourselves, if you like, to desire certain foods far more than we desire others. So some of us will have a real desire for chocolate. Some of us will have a real real desire for wine. For others of us, it might be a real desire for cheese or crisps. When we over-desire foods, specific foods in this way, it's because of the learned response that we're having in our brain where we have told ourselves things like you know chocolate just tastes so delicious and we sort of almost like over the pleasure that we get from eating it or we really highlight to ourselves the pleasure that we're getting from eating it and then what we do is we learn that eating chocolate gives us a disproportionate amount of pleasure compared to eating chicken and broccoli or something like that and so we start over desire it and then when we see chocolate we're triggered And that trigger as well, it's not just an emotion, it's a Pavlovian response. Our body will physiologically respond to us seeing chocolate in the same way that in Pavlov's experiment with the dogs, when the bell was rung, the dogs started to salivate. We will really start to over-desire certain foods because we have learned to over-desire them. The good news is we can unlearn that desire. We can unlearn the intense urge that we may feel to eat certain foods. Another reason why we may feel the urge to eat, I talked about the urge to eat in response to um, uncomfortable sensations such as being tired, being cold and being thirsty. But we also have learned that eating can alleviate physical discomfort such as pain. So when we experience physical discomfort, when we eat, it can distract us from that pain. It can change our how we are noticing the neural pathways in terms of how we are experiencing that pain. And so we can learn that sometimes when we are feeling that physical discomfort, that physical pain, we can learn that we sometimes feel better when we're eating. And of course, ironically, often the foods that we turn to when we are in physical pain to help ourselves feel better, to distract ourselves from that pain, are often those types of food that are not necessarily giving us all the nutrients that we need that are going to help us, but foods that may comfort us, which may be the foods that mean that more dopamine is released in our brain, which could be the foods that are very highly refined, that are high in sugar, high in fat, high in flour. And what, of course, ironically, those foods may often do for some of us, not all of us to a greater or lesser extent, probably most of us, but to some of us, they create inflammation, which of course will make pain worse. So another reason we may feel the urge to eat is because we have learned to eat in response to pain. Again, this is not your fault. It's just something that we all have done unknowingly. But we don't just eat in response to physical pain, or we don't just have the urge to eat in response to physical pain. We also have the urge to eat in response to emotional pain and discomfort. Many of you joining the community are sharing that you've gained weight during a period of grieving. And it's so understandable. Food helps alleviate emotional pain, it numbs it, it soothes it, it lessens it to some extent in the moment. And even though we might know intellectually that it's just blocking us from feeling that pain, it's not helping us process it, it's not helping us experience it, it can provide welcome relief in the moment. What can then happen though is that we find we're gaining weight and then we start to feel another type of emotional and sometimes physical discomfort. And then when we do, we want to do something to avoid feeling that emotional, physical and discomfort. We may consider that the net we've got a net negative result, if you like, to doing something that we did to help ourselves, such as eating to alleviate grief and other emotional discomfort. And then we're likely to want to do something about it. Okay? And of course, we don't just feel the urge to eat in response to intense emotional discomfort, such as grief. We also feel it in response to lower intensity negative emotion, or we may think of it as a more chronic, made a word up there, chronic negative emotion, such as loneliness or frustration or boredom. There are literally hundreds of emotions that may trigger that feeling that is the urge to eat within you. And often, in fact, probably more often than not, we don't even know the emotion that we want to avoid feeling by eating. We also We'll notice that we get the urge to eat to create positive emotion. This is something that we have all learned. It's not our fault. It's just something that we have learned as a part of growing up in the world in which we live because of the messages that we have adopted. So we all look to food to create positive emotion. That could be in the form of treating ourselves, rewarding ourselves. It could be in the form of transitioning from doing one thing to another thing. It could be often we notice that we eat when we are experiencing relief, okay? Relief can actually be uncomfortable for us at times. So sometimes we eat might eat to sort of create relief. Sometimes we may eat to alleviate ourselves from relief. It's very, very common to get all sorts of urges from all sorts of negative associations. The other reason we, why we may feel the urge to eat something is because we want to create positive emotions such as connection, comfort, fun, or relaxation. Again, all really, really normal. Remember, all of us were comforted as babies when we were bottle fed or breastfed. Of course, we want to eat. We have we notice the urge to eat when we are depleted of comfort or connection or fun or relaxation. It's really, really normal. That's one I just want everyone to really know this. It's really normal. You have not done anything wrong. You are not wrong. You are not broken. Okay. We also get urges to eat that come from conditioned messaging about what is normal. If you think about food in the world in which we live today, it is normal to eat large meals, multiple courses. It's normal to eat to celebrate. It's normal to eat multiple meals and multiple snacks a day. We also may feel the urge to eat in order to conform in response to what we think others will think. So many of us were brought up to clear our plates. Well done, you've eaten everything, you've cleared your plate. We associate clearing our plate with doing the right thing, with being rewarded. Of course, we're going to feel the urge to clear our plate. We're all of us. We have a desire to be accepted. And if as a child in your family home, you were rewarded, you were told you were a good girl for clearing your eating or your food at dinner time, then of course, you're going to feel the urge to clear your plate, even though you may not physically want all of the food on it. You may have the same about not wasting food. You may have been brought up to believe that wasting food was wrong. You don't want to be wrong. You have the urge to avoid feeling wrong at every opportunity. And so if eating food that your body does not need instead of putting it in the bin means that you don't intrinsically believe that you are wrong, of course you're going to get the urge to do that. You may also get the urge to eat, to be polite. When people offer you food, when they are hosting you, when it's their birthday, you may have been brought up that it is polite to accept and say thank you very much. You want to be accepted. You want to be thought of as polite. You don't want to think of yourself as impolite. So you will feel the urge to eat to avoid feeling impolite. You may have been brought up in a family where it was considered generous and hospitable to over-prepare food if you're hosting somebody. I can really relate to this one. And so, of course, you want to consider yourself someone who is hospitable. So you may feel the urge to cook more food than is required. And then, when you've got the urge to cook more food than is required, but you also have the urge to not be wrong by putting that food in the bin, you then have the urge to eat it. So you've got multiple urges taking place there that are all contributing to you having maybe the being out of balance with regards to how you're eating for emotional reasons versus how you're eating for fuel and nutrition. Okay. Some of us also get the urge to eat from a desire to punish ourselves and cause physical discomfort. We often want to cause ourselves physical discomfort to protect ourselves from emotional discomfort. Sometimes it feels as though physical discomfort or physical pain is almost easier to manage than the un- what is the unknown of emotional pain and emotional discomfort. So we may feel the desire, the urge to eat because Sometimes we know the foods we eat we are not eating is not good for us and we feel that we may feel that we've done something wrong or we are frustrated with ourselves and so we may feel the urge to eat to punish ourselves or to cause ourselves physical discomfort. Again, this is really normal and just because you do this does not mean that there is anything wrong with you you may also feel the urge to eat to protect yourself some of these urges to eat the ones to sort of you know punish yourself or cause physical discomfort and also to protect yourself you're likely not very aware of the thoughts that are driving you to have the urge to eat in these instances these may have come around from a lifetime of behavior of adapting to situations in a certain way that has left you with this very subconscious way of eating. So you may not be aware of it, but now that I've sort of mentioned it here, do look out for it. So we may also feel an urge to eat to protect ourselves. For some of us, carrying excess weight on our body is a form of protection. It could be protection from interest from you know other people. It could be physical protection in that we feel that we are of a larger stature. So we feel less threatened by other people who may be a bigger size to us. There's all sorts of reasons why you may have the urge unknowingly probably to eat to protect yourself. So there's lots of different urges, reasons why you may have the urge to eat there. I just want to say a few things about habit. So what happens when we have repeated these patterns of a trigger? It could be an external trigger like somebody placing chocolates in front of us or it could be a trigger in that we have a thought about something that creates the urge to eat. When we have these urges to eat and then we respond by eating and we repeat that pattern over and over and over, it becomes a habit. And when it becomes a habit, we're not aware that we're doing it. We're totally unaware of our triggers. We're unaware of our thoughts. We may even be unaware of the that we had the urge to eat until after we've eaten, whatever it was. So for many of you, you may not re- recognize right away the patterns I've just shared with you, the different ways in which you may have the urge to eat, because it has become habitual for you. It almost feels like it's intrinsic to who you are. It may feel as though you're out of control because you don't even know that you've eaten until you've eaten. And again, I just want you to know that this is really, really normal. And even if you have the habit to eat, and this will be, I don't say even if because it's the reality for all of us, when we have the habit to eat, it doesn't mean that it cannot be changed, okay? Once you become aware of your habit, then you can start to understand it better. And then you can start to make changes, put solutions in place, find different ways to avoid feeling emotional discomfort or to learn how to feel emotional discomfort without it being a problem. You can find different ways to seek pleasure, to treat yourself, reward yourself, different ways to alleviate boredom, all of the different things. Okay, that is what I wanted to share with you in today's podcast. Again, if you haven't registered yet, please do come and join us in Weight Loss Mindset Coaching Experience Week. In order to register, you're going to want to go to the www thebestyou.coach forward slash overeating 22 POD. And the there will be a link for you to register in the show notes with the podcast information on this website as well. All right. That is it for today. I want to wish you a very good week. I am really looking forward to those of you who have signed up already joining us next weekend. It will be by this time podcast episode comes out on the 11th of September. It is going to be a really good week and I'm just really looking forward to meeting you in the Facebook community, hearing what is going on for you and giving you as much help and support as possible. All right, everybody. Take care and I will speak to you soon. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to have you join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The program offers different levels of support to suit you, including self-paced learning, twice weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community, and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching.